I haven't joined the, the cult yet, um, but uh, you know, I'm talking to the to the cult people, the the uh, heart rate cult people, and uh, I, their arguments are convincing. Episode 544 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip: measure your progress with the math test. Hey guys, uh, we've all probably heard of, you know, kind of the subscription uh, box services before. I've talked about them before. Um, and today's episode is, is sponsored by RunLocker, who's kind of the, the high end, the premium version, if you will, of the uh, monthly, you know, box delivery service uh, thing. And if, if you want to find out more about RunLocker, I did a review of, of uh, the, the first box, or the first locker that was sent out or that, that I got a couple months ago. Uh, you can head over to disruns.com slash 520 or just scroll through your, your podcast feed to episode 520 and you can check, check out that review and, and and a, and a quick tip episode there, but they're uh, on board and sponsoring today's episode. Um, and, and, you know, it, the thing that I like most about RunLocker, honestly, is that, you know, it's, it's actual like good quality products that, uh, that they ship, not just, you know, kind of some samples and some this and that, um, you're getting, you're getting the, the full deal, the real deal, holy field as it were. Um, and you know, good, good things. Um, you know, I've, I've gotten, uh, arm warmers before, um, you know, waist pack, fanny pack type of things, um, you know, skincare products, anti-chafe stuff, um, all, all kinds of, and then certainly lots of fuel options, you know, different, different things, but again, not just little sample sizes, but actually like the full size product. There was piggy bars in the last, in the last, uh, box that I got a lot locker, I guess I should say. Um, and also some, some, uh, some goos, which you know where I stand on the goos, but if you're a goo person, Hey, more power to you. You get some, some good quality, uh, gels as well. So, uh, if, if you're looking for, uh, you know, kind of a, that, that monthly little, uh, something in the mail that, um, that, that brings a smile to your face, unless you try maybe try some new things and also get some, some high quality products as well. Uh, check out runlocker.com and go ahead and, and sign up for a, uh, a recurring subscription. You will not be disappointed. So today we are talking about measuring your progress of, of your improved aerobic fitness. So this is for those who uh, are starting to get on board with some of the, the slower, slower paced training. Um, I know a lot of you have, have reached out and asked questions as I've talked more and more about my uh, experiment in 2018 of going all in on all things heart rate training and, and really just slowing way, way down. Um, it's, it's, it's been an experiment. It's been a learning experience, obviously so far, um, closing in on, on month four, because I actually did start in, in basically the, the start of December, 2017. Um, and as we're, you know, halfway through March here in, in 2018, we're, we're closing in on the fourth month of heart rate only training, basically for me, I've done very few, just a couple of, of hard workouts. Um, and you know things are progressing. Uh, had a little minor step back uh, in the last month with with the test that I'm going to talk about today. Because one, one of the things that, that comes into to heart rate training, one of the the object, uh, objections, I think, is what I'm trying to say. One of the one of the things that that's, that makes it tough to stick with is that it's really hard to gauge your progress because you never feel like you're pushing it. You never feel like you're you're giving it uh, a maximal effort because you're not. Uh, that's that's kind of the idea of heart rate training is that you're running at a, at a level that's, that's at your, you know, below your aerobic maximum, basically at a level that, that you can maintain for a, a good amount of time. And, you know, a lot of people, especially when you first get into it, feel like, gosh, it's really, really slow. How am I going to get faster? And, and I get it. It, it is a little bit uh, counterintuitive on how you're going to speed up, how you're going to get faster when, when you're not pushing it in your training. Um, and the science does check out. I mean, but, but this today isn't all about the science and trying to convince you to do aerobic training. You know where I stand. You know that I'm a believer in, in running easy, even if it's not all the time, maybe it's 80, 20, um, whatever it is, keep your easy runs easy. That's going to help you get faster in the long run. But if, if you are, 
like me, kind of all in, or at least, you know, wading, you know, chest deep, wading into the, the water of uh, endurance training um, with following the heart rate model, um, kind of the Maffetone model, if you will. Um, how do you measure your progress? Because it's, it's tough. Like I said, I mean, you know, I've, I've been doing this now for, for a, a good bit and it's, it's, it is a little bit tough to feel like you're making much progress when every run, you know, you're, you're running basically the, the same pace, basically the same heart rate. And, you know, like you're never, you're never pushing, you're never, you're never doing any type of all out tests or all out runs. You know, maybe you have a race once in a while and that, that can kind of give you some, some sense of progress, but on a more, you know, week to week or month to month basis, how do you measure your, your growth? How do you measure your progress? Because let's be honest, we can, we can all intuitively and logically um, you know, look at the science, look at the studies, read the books, whatever, listen, listen to me, whatever the case might be and feel like, all right, like it makes, I, I, I can understand it. You know, I'll, I'll believe that it works, but when you get out there and you've been running basically the, the exact same for six weeks and you, and, and, you know, it, it can be a little bit disheartening. It can be a little bit, um, tough to, to stick with it if you don't have some way of measuring progress. And, and, you know, like I said, it's, it's, it, I've been frustrated a little bit. Um, but thankfully there is a way to objectively measure your progress when it comes to heart rate training, when it comes to running easy, if you're doing that all the time. Um, and, and it's not something that, that only applies to, if you are following kind of a, a heart rate training based approach, you can, you, anybody can do this. So whether you're, you know, heart rate training or not, this might be something that I would, inc- this definitely, let me take that back. This definitely is something that I would encourage you to, to attempt to mix in doing a little, a little math training or a little math testing. I'm sorry, not training, testing, um, to, to kind of gauge your level of aerobic fitness. And if you're, you know, doing 80, 20 or whatever it is, if you're, if you're doing some, some hard training along with your easy runs, um, run this test every, every month or so, six weeks and see how much progress you're making at the aerobic level. Because as we talked about before, if you want to get faster at a longer distance, the, the, the key is to become more aerobically efficient. And that's where your aerobic training results or your, your aerobic gains are going to be measured is through this math test. So, you know, let's see if that, if that's working for you. And if it is keep on keeping on, if not, then maybe it's, it's a sign that you need to add a little bit more, uh, easy training into your, into your diet, into your training diet, as opposed to continue to double down on, on tempo runs and speed work and things like that. Um, and, and, and maybe not seeing as much progress as you could if you slowed down a little bit more in your training. But anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to get off of the, the philosophy of it. I'm not going to try to, uh, convert you to my, uh, to my new line of training, which I'm still, I'm still experimenting with. I'm not, I'm not all, I'm not, uh, uh, you know, I haven't joined the, the cult yet. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm talking to the, to the cult people, the, the, uh, heart rate cult people and, uh, I, their arguments are convincing and, and I'm looking at some data now, you know, I'm starting to look at my own data from these tests. And so, uh, what I want to do today is, is give you an idea of how to do this test because it's real easy to, to measure your, your aerobic fitness. If you just, you know, you just need to do it regularly, consistently, and that'll kind of show you if you're, if you're moving in the right direction when it comes to your training and, and improving your aerobic fitness. So the, the math test, MAF test, um, what does that stand for? It's your maximum aerobic fitness. And the reason this is kind of an important test is because it is designed to, to really measure only your aerobic fitness. Now, if we were to do some 
some time trial or like measuring, you know, or comparing your, your 5k race paces over the course of a summer or a year or whatever. Um, those may show that you're improving, you know, maybe a 5k time trial, one, a one mile time trial, whatever, something like that, where you're going all out, you're improving. Um, you know, it's easy to see that growth and think that, man, what I'm doing, this, some of this hard training is, is working because it is for that type of, of test. But again, if we're looking at longer races, 10Ks, 10 miles, half marathons, marathons, those races are are so dramatically aerobic events. You know, 98, 99% of your energy production comes aerobically and very little of it comes from anaerobic, um, you know, anaerobic energy production, which try not to get too physiological here, but you know, training in the aerobic zone, training easy, heart rate training is going to improve your aerobic fitness. It's going to make you more fit, more efficient at those longer distances where you're not maxing out your, your pace. You're not, you're not full sprinting in the marathon. At least I hope not. Um, at least until you can see the finish line, but you know, the, the vast majority of the race needs to be done at a, at a, at a, at a level where most of your energy production is going to come aerobically. So, um, no matter what you're racing, improving your aerobic fitness can help. And here's how you can you can test whether the training style you're doing, whether it's heart rate training, um, 80-20, or whatever, you can test if that if your actual aerobic fitness is improving. So you do need to get a heart rate monitor. Um, you know, and, and you know I've talked before about my belief on um, getting a, a chest strap versus the the ones on your on your wrist. But again, we'll, we'll save that argument for, for last week. You can, you can check that out, um, disruns.com slash 541 uh, for last week's quick tip where I talked a lot more about that. And there's resources and links and um, some you know, research to your journal, journal entries or, or uh, you know, scientific journal links that you can check out the, the science for yourself and see why the chest strap is so much more accurate. But you do need a heart rate, a heart rate monitor of some sort because the idea with the math test is that you run a certain, a certain route with keeping your heart rate at, at or right very near at or just under your maximum aerobic threshold, your maximum aerobic heart rate. So to find that, what you need to do, real simple, subtract your age from the number 180. There's there's about a dozen other formulas out there that are, are more complex and, and decimals and multiplies and this and that and the other. Um, and, and they all basically point right back to within within one or two beats of this of this 180 minus your age number. So, um, you know, to make it to, as an example, I'm 36 years old. So my uh, maximum aerobic heart rate is 144. I just take 180, subtract 36, and I get 144. Now, I've actually set my number to be just a little bit Bit lower, just to err on the side of caution. Better to be a little bit too too low on the on the intensity level than a little bit too high. So I went with 141, um, which was actually I did a different formula and decided to go with the lower of the two results instead of the higher of the two results. But you know, again, you're within that 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 window, which which is probably fine either way. Um, and then what you need to do to, to to really accurately measure your aerobic fitness over time is to find a route or a place to run that you can do the same workout, the same distance every single time. So it could be, you know, the track maybe is the best bet because you can do, you know, X number of laps, do two miles or three miles or whatever, eight laps, 12 laps around the track. And, and, you know, the track is flat. It's a, it's a, it's a controlled course, meaning that there's no traffic cars, things like that, that you have to watch out for that could, that could interrupt your, your test results. Um, you know, and you can, you can, if it's, as long as the track, you can run in time, you can, you can do the test anytime, you know, other options. Like I, I, you know, do mine in my, in my subdivision. So I start from my driveway and run a, a certain loop around you know, a couple of the cul-de-sacs and then get, you know, finish it when I get back to my driveway. Maybe it's, it's something like, you know, if there's, a, there's a lake or a park or something like that, you can run the, the, the same route every time, but you got to find a good route that you can repeat every time you do the test, which is going to be once every month or six weeks, something, something like that, um, that, that, 
and, and the reason that we need to repeat it instead of just running the same distance every time is we want the conditions to be as, as controlled as possible, meaning that we don't want to do one math test on a flat course and one on a, on a route that even though it's the same distance, it's, it's got some, some hills, some ups and some downs. You don't want to do another one that's the same distance, but it's on a trail, which is going to be, you know, going to skew the results as well. So whatever route you decide to do for your math test, you need to do that same location, same route every single time to, to keep things um, as uniform as possible, as controlled as possible. So the only variable that you should have, your course should be the same, your heart rate should be the same. The only variable is going to be how long it takes you to run that set distance. Could be two miles, three miles, four miles, five miles, somewhere in there. Mine is, I think, uh, I think mine's four miles. Um, so by the time I do the warm up, cool down, I get about six, a six mile run in. Um, but, but four miles of that is the actual test itself. So what do you do for the test? Again, you have your, your course set up, your, your route that you're going to repeat every time you do the math test. And then you, you get a nice little warm up in where you're, you're really starting really slow, almost like with a walk, super, super easy jog. And when you get to wherever you're, you're deciding that you're going to start your, uh, your test itself, when you get to that point, you, you start to pick up your pace just a little bit. And when you get to that, that starting point, which for me is my driveway, I do, I do one little loop around a little bit of the cul-de-sac. And when I get back to my driveway, boom, I hit my, my lap button on my watch and we are good to go. And from there on, it measures the, the, the route that I take around my neighborhood until I get back to my driveway and I hit the map, the, the, uh, lap button again. And so that, that, you know, obviously locks in that, that four mile for me segment of my run to, to use as, as my data points for my math test. Um, while you're running, the one thing that you want to do is keep your heart rate as close to your uh, heart rate number that we determined, 180 minus your age, as possible. So keep it right up there within, you know, either at the, the limit is that number, you know, so for me, it would be 144. Although, I, like I said, I set mine for 141. So the limit for me is 141. And as long as I'm within like 138 to 141, I'm good. If I start to drop below 138, I pick it up just a little bit. If I start to creep up to 142, I back off a little bit and really focus on keeping my number, you know, plus or minus, whatever that is, three numbers, four or three beats, four beats, something like that. Um, and stay in that zone. And so you're going to want to, you're going to be checking your watch a lot. You're going to probably want to turn the, the, uh, alerts on so that every time your heart rate starts to go out of that zone, it beeps at you and you can look down. All right. Oh, I need to slow down just a little bit. Oh, I need to speed back up. Um, and eventually it'll start to, you, you'll, you'll get pretty steady and you'll be able to hold, hold, hold that pace for a bit, but it takes, takes some practice and takes some time. Um, and then when you, when you finish, that's when the fun starts. And after you actually do it a couple times, that's when you get the data points. So what you're going to look at then is, you know, we ran the same course, we ran the same uh, exertion level, same, which is where your heart rate, you know, uh, numbers come into play. What was the time? What was the time? Because if if you're keeping the, the you know, all things else being the same. So for me, if I'm keeping um, my my course being the exact same thing, so it's like four point zero three miles. I'm keeping my heart rate the same. My my numbers are are staying constantly between one thirty eight and one forty one. Typically, uh, my average ends up being about one thirty nine. So I'm keeping my my intensity level the same. If I'm improving aerobically, if my aerobic fitness is improving, my time's got to get faster, right? You know, got to trim off 30 seconds this time or a minute and a half this time or whatever it is so that I can see that, all right, I'm getting more fit. I'm getting more efficient. I'm getting better able to run at this pace without, um, you know, pushing my heart rate any higher. Actually, I'm able to run faster now at the same level of intensity, the same level of my body doing the work. And that's where we want to be. That's the, that's where we're trying to get to so that when it comes to race day, 10K, half marathon, marathon, whatever it is, you're able to go faster at a lower level of intensity 
which allows you to not fade at the end of the race, which allows you to finish strong, which allows you to not bonk, to, to not hit the wall, which is something that uh, if you've raced enough, you've experienced some or all of those of those problems on race day before, right? So that's where improving your aerobic fitness is is invaluable. It's going to serve you so much on race day, especially at the end of that race, because you're going to be more efficient. You're going to be able to keep going without fading, without bonking, without hitting that wall. So once you do that test, you start to look at the numbers. You're probably going to notice that your your pace slowed down a little bit over the course of however many miles you did your math test, even though your heart rate stayed the same. That's fine. That's normal. What we want to see is next month when you do the test again, those paces held just a little bit faster. That instead of dropping, you know, a minute and a half between your first mile and your and your fourth mile, you only dropped, you know, a minute or so, maybe 40 seconds so that you're, you're more steady in that pace. Maybe you even got a little bit faster in your first mile and your last mile, you didn't drop nearly as much. So, so the overall pace picked up. Um, that's, that's the progress report. That's, that's what's telling us that what you're doing aerobically is working, whatever, again, whatever it is, whether it's heart rate training, 80, 20, um, you know, a, a, an even more, um, equal balance of easy running, hard running, whatever it is, you want to see that you're making progress. And if you're not, if you're getting slower or if the numbers aren't really changing, then how effective is your training at the moment? I would argue it's not very, not very effective. Even if maybe your 5k is picking up a little bit, then you're, you're, you're focusing too much of your training on the higher intensity stuff and less on the thing that's going to serve you for the longer races. Now, the one caveat obviously being that if 5k is what you're training for, then you're good. Then, then, then a little bit more higher intensity stuff probably is okay. Although again, you know, as, as Paige Biglin talked about when, when she was on the show, I can't remember episode four or something, 480, 490, something like that. Um, you know, she, she saw her, her best, uh, showing in the 5k when she was running 90 miles a week. So, you know, there's still something to be said, even at the, at the shorter distance races to making sure you're getting plenty of, of easy miles on your, on your feet to build that aerobic base. So, um, again, Today is all about just kind of giving you some ideas on how to do the math test. And I would encourage everybody listening to, to give it a shot, to give it a try. Um, and if you if you head over to the show notes for today, disruns.com slash 544, I've got all of the steps written out, easy to easy to follow, um, and, and maybe a little bit more information as well to, to kind of help you with it. And also some things that you can might want to avoid to make sure that your, your results are accurate month after month. Um, some things that I've kind of learned the hard way as far as, you know, like avoiding caffeine before a run, running the same time of day, things like that, that, that can skew your heart rate numbers. Um, and, and it's going to make your, your test results either look really great or wow, that was terrible. Um, when the truth is probably somewhere closer to the middle. So some things to, uh, to learn from, to avoid that I've kind of started to, to, uh, implement in my, uh, you know, future editions of the test. And I also linked up to, uh, my, my first four, I've done four math tests so far. You can, you can check out all four of them if you want. Um, I've linked up to my, uh, my Garmin profile, um, in the show notes as well. So disruns.com slash five, four, four, if you want to check that out. And, uh, that is where we're going to go ahead and, and put a bow on it today. Uh, these quick tips keep getting, uh, seems like they're getting longer and longer, trying to get them shorter and shorter, but, uh, you know, sometimes some of this stuff takes a little bit of explaining. I feel like today is one of those days. So hopefully that, that all makes sense. And, and like I said, feel free to give it a shot. Give it a shot. If you want to try it out, test it out, see how things are going. What have you got to lose? Even if you don't want to go all in on heart rate training, you're looking at one at one day of, of training, one easy run day. Test it out, especially if you've already got a heart rate strap or heart rate monitor or something like that. You've got nothing to lose. Test it out, and then let's let's run this test again 
in, in, you know, a month or six weeks or whatever, and, and see if there's been progress and, and, uh, hopefully, hopefully you'll see some, that's certainly the, the goal. So that is it for today. Um, at Diz Runs on the Twitter, if you want to check, if you want to get in touch with me there, let me know what you thought of the show. Uh, DizRuns at gmail.com if you want to send an email. And again, DizRuns.com slash 544 if you want all these steps written out, kind of read them over. Check out my my data, some of the notes that I've made on, on my uh, post to kind of help me to try to be as close to repeating the same test over and over again to eliminate some of that room for error. Um, DizRuns.com slash 544 will get you there. And uh, once again, thanks to the good folks over at RunLocker for supporting supporting the show. And uh, definitely would encourage you to check out what they've got going on or maybe, you know, it could be a great a great gift idea if, if somebody wants to get you a, a birthday gift or something like that and you're like, I, I don't know what to, you know, I don't know what to get me. Um, send them over to RunLocker. Have them get you a, a, a you know a couple of months or a year or whatever it is um, and you can keep getting some, all kinds of great stuff every month in the mailbox. So uh, that is it for today. Thank you all for listening. Hope you, uh, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned a little something for it. And if you, if you decide to try a math test, let me, let me know. Let me know how it goes for you. It would be curious to know uh, how, you, how you found it, um, good, bad, or indifferent. Always love to hear that kind of stuff. So uh, until next time, please be well, take good care, and uh, we'll, talk to you. we'll talk soon. Easy for me to say. Um, but thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one. See you.